Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Spoiler Cast, the show where we spoil a game at the end of the show, which today is going to be Metal Gear Solid Rising. Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Rising, Rising Revengeance. Revengeance. You can tell I have quite a lot of experience with this one. Uh, I'm your host, Dan Zarzicki, and I'm joined today by Tristan Atherin Hess. Hello! And Patrick Knight. I'm still here. You can't get rid of me. And Ryan was supposed to show up. What? Oh, what? I've got the message. I've got the message. Hold on a sec. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's something about having to defend his family's honor under the cherry blossoms. There's a little stick figure of a ninja there. Oh, wonderful. I- I'm sure it's nothing Oh, important. wonderful. Oh, great, great, great. Well, <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine, I'm sure, defending his honor. Um, hopefully, we can, we, we'll get him here on episode three. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, uh, let's, we're going to talk about, again, Revengeance later on. So if you guys haven't beaten it and you don't want to, you want to save the spoilers for later, uh, we may talk about some Metal Gear also, like Metal Gear Solid 4, 3, 2, 1, <laughs> anything Metal Gear Solid later. Yeah. So that'll be later in the episode. Though, they'll be, warn though, you. To be fair, it's really hard to spoil the Metal Gear storyline because it makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, yeah you have to be <laughs> it, I guess, to a, to a good degree. So I guess we're, we'll just, we'll just jump right into it. Uh, Tristan, what have you been playing? So, uh, I've been playing some more Nino Kuni. Uh, been, I picked up Far Cry 3. Okay. Uh, because the new DLC is coming out May 1st. Blood Dragon? Yes. Oh my god. So that looks sounds like it's that. out of Game of Thrones. It's, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's definitely, it definitely is not out of Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is super 80s. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, look for... There's a live action trailer for blood dragon it's on youtube and it's fantastic it's by this little uh just you know this little like this independent film company that did it but they actually got licensing and funding from ubisoft to do it oh my god ubisoft handing out licensing and funding yeah Yeah. (laughs) well they're they're like the white knights now with uh with ea and activision trying to vie for uh for worst company of the of the year uh (laughs) yeah but then see see but then there's you play and you're just like well uh, you play. You get partial credit. I only, I only, I only ever played one game. I think on UPlay, and it was like Assassin's Creed. Either I think it was two and three, and I just had to like log in once, yeah. and that was it. See, I'm lucky. I've never bought a Ubisoft game for for PC, and there's a reason. <laughs> this is on this is on PS3, I believe. Yeah, they still have UPlay on there, but UPlay works on the consoles. <laughs> it doesn't install yourself in the background and not tell you it did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Very cool. I, that might not be entirely accurate. That was just the last I heard about it. Okay. Oh my god. Please send us an angry email and correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> oh, where are we going to send that email to? I'm glad you asked, Tristan. Cast at threeheadedboy.com, of course. Back to you, Tristan. Well, actually, that wasn't even a plant. I just said that anyway. <laughs> I worked out really well. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Far Cry 3 uh, to try and you know get the hang of the engine and stuff. And... I'm actually going to tie this tie Far Cry 3 into Metal Gear later on. Uh, let me just put it this way. Uh, I've got the first three episodes, or eh, no, probably more. I've got some episodes recorded. I'm going to put them up on my Let's Play just to have it up there. Okay. Uh, hopefully get that done this week. My channel is youtube.com slash tbafilms. Great. Uh, I got killed by a tiger. That's awesome. I mean... Yeah. I mean, and, if you're going to get killed... And then I, <laughs> and then I respond... And it was not, I think it was not long after I fell off a cliff. That's great. On my face and died again. (laughs) So it sounds like this is more true to the original form of Far Cry. Have you played the other two? I actually have not. Okay, so Far Cry 1, uh, I played a bit of. um, Do you guys remember Game Tap? Oh, God. Game Tap. (laughs) 
Oh, God, do I remember? Dear God. I, I remember That's it so the... vaguely. I just remember a name in horror. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, think, I think I've blocked those memories out. GameTap was cool. It actually launched the career of um, Telltale, the guys who later would make The Walking Dead uh, oh, God, games. The, oh, God. They... Poker Night at the Inventory 2 Poker is coming Night out. Poker Night at the Inventory. Oh, oh yep, my yep, God. Yep, yep. They also did... Was it them who did uh, Jurassic Park Telltale? Or? Yes, it was. They, yeah. They're doing all those adventure games. They they started on GameTap, actually. They had a right. license with GameTap, and they did Sam and Max. They re- rebooted that series from, yep. from back. They re- resurrected that one. Uh, so it actually was – it led oh, to some Sam good things. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. Sam and Max. So that's, ga- that's some of our news for later, folks. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm not aware of this news. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but um, <laughs> What? What are you talking about? No, no, I just tell me what's going on. Sam Max, the original game was put out by. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do know. I'm 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 late to the party. Uh, <laughs> Sweet Prince. Um, I think I blew up my yeah, audio a bit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. Um. <laughs> but but uh, Game Tap also uh, I remember playing that it had game, uh, Far Cry was one of the games they featured and you just pay for the subscription and you could play as many games as they had so that was my inf- infray it was all took place in a jungle it was one big gigantic seamless open world but then they went off the ch- off the off the wall with Far Cry Two I yeah. took or was that Crisis No I'm sorry Far Cry Two was also on the island wasn't it I don't remember I don't, oh, you don't remember <laughs> Cri- Oh I, I'm, I think I'm thinking about Crisis Two because there's a third Crisis out now too Yeah but yeah. I, I I was still under the impression that crisis 2 was still in the city but then again that I was never a city it, i think so. far cry 2 might have taken place in the in the jungle more angry emails to come uh yeah. <laughs> so maybe it did take place no, but i thought it went off the wall a little bit it got a little crazy i think that yeah. was around the same time just cause 2 came out which is also an insane open world oh god yeah. the physics in that game yeah, excuse yeah. me the lack of physics in yeah, that yeah, game yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that All was the things you can do with planes in that game but those are always cool so is it is it good i mean it's pretty damn good um it's I'm not gonna call it gritty. Mm-hmm. It's very earthy. Let's put okay. it that way. Yeah. Like I gotcha. It's I'm not gonna call it like like a, like a gritty series, but it's really. Though I will say this, uh, you have to do a lot of hunting in that game, right? Because you need skins to craft like new weapon holsters, so you can carry more weapons, stuff like that. And the hunting is really damned hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um. Mainly because your guns will attract the attention of the enemies around you. Really? Draw them to you. Well, you could always just steal a boat and run over the animals. Right. Well, <laughs> here's what I figured out how to do. Uh, you can craft syringes. One of them you get is uh, Hunter Sons, which lets you see animals through terrain. But also, we do not condone drug use. <laughs> timid animals don't run from you right okay. away. Right. So, I f- now the big problem is that you usually, you know, you can kill like one. And then the rest will scatter. And you'll waste all your ammo trying to get the rest of them. So here's what I figured out how to do. Use 100 cents. Find a group of, you know, tapirs or goats. Tapirs? Or whatever tapirs. you need. They're that, a real thing, man. I know, I know they are. <laughs> no, that's, that's not the first thing on my hunting they're list. Not just a, yeah. They're not just a magic card. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i got to show you my Thundermore Hellkite later. I just got it pretty sick. Oh, is that what you're calling it now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Get me out. <laughs> I need an adult. I am an adult. Oh God. Um, anyway, sneak. You know, walk up to a pack of them after you find them, and chuck a grenade into the middle of the pack. Right. That's the best way I found to hunt, and it took me like two hours to figure that out. Now, 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 how easy is it to suspend disbelief in that game? Because I've heard that you kind of go from being, oh God, my 
first kill. Oh God, what do I do? To becoming a soulless murderer like this. Is that true of that one too? Because that sounds just like Tomb Raider. Yeah. 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 Like well, exactly like Tomb Raider. Yeah, you get over it your first kill pretty damn yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, the most horrific part of that game, really, is when you have to fix yourself up. Like, when you have to perform first aid on yourself. It's just, like, it, it's wince-inducing. Like, really? there's one where your thumb is obviously dislocated, and you crack it back into position. Ooh. It's just like, oh! Ooh! And that's... that's ah. Is that regardless of, like... Because I, I, I watched a Let's Play of that in the co-op, and you only do that if you don't have, like... Uh, if you're uh, out of uh, health syringes, yes. Right, right, right. Yeah. Basically, That's yes. what I was going to say, but I didn't, I didn't want to, you know... <laughs> He's looking at me with anger. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Fallout. Um. So, so that's cool. But you're excited for 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 Blood Dragon. I'm excited. Um. Just at the sheer absurdity of it. I hope it. Yes. I hope it lives up. I hope it lives up to its name. It 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 has good potential to be horrible. I think. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Is Blood Dragon, uh, like during the story? It yeah. apparently no. It is apparently a standalone expansion. It is. You can purchase it yeah. separate of the yeah. Because uh, I what I've heard there are two endings and you know one might not be conducive to DLC. Yeah, there oh. are there are. <laughs> so at the end of Whoops. Far Cry Three, yeah. now I know how Far Cry Three. I, you know I've seen it played through. Uh, there are two endings to Far Cry Three, but yes, Blood Dragon is separate because right. it takes place in the far apocalypse. Uh, what did they say? The, the apocalypse after the apocalypse, or something yeah, like the that. apocalypse <laughs> after the apocalypse. So. More zombies. No, maybe not more zombies. Cyborgs and robots. <laughs> Super mutants. And like, a what? cyber commando. <laughs> yeah. Part human, part cyborg. All cyborg commando. <laughs> Superhero team up with the guy from Crisis. Yeah, if you folks don't know what we're talking about, that's the uh, trailer, I believe, for for Blood Dragon. Either that or I'm just making it up. <laughs> well, this, is mean... all, this is all delusional fever dream we're having. <laughs> been a rough week for dan folks yeah. ever since that growler he just hasn't been the same well i mean then he went to that con dressed as elizabeth that was awkward yeah especially since tristan didn't go with him yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember and remember everyone everyone remember what happens at a con stays at the con but what happens at a reddit meetup stays on a the scar that never comes forever back. Yeah. Oh, just Okay. Are you playing anything else? <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. Wow, we've gone way off track. Oh, this is great. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Especially because when we get to me, which I think we are, because yeah, yeah, said, yeah. Wait, wait, let's I, just do when it. When we make a prediction, you're going to talk about World of Tanks. No, I'm just. I'm going to be very, very kind and going to say uh, I haven't really been playing much, but World of Tanks. Uh, but I did get Injustice in the mail, oh, and I'm that's... looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, trying that out soon. I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah. I didn't get it or anything, but besides that, no, <laughs> no, no, no other games for me. I oh god, I suck at. I'm addicted. Games. Yeah. It's bad. So how about you, Dan? <laughs> oh, wow, <Okay. laughs> the spotlight that was quick. Come full circle. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I played some Nino Kuni as well. I hate. We, we, so we're gonna bring this up like every week for the next like yeah. half of a Still year <laughs> until eventually we talk about this game. We're now in the three hundredth hour. Yeah, <laughs> we've only found three collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, our, our monsters are only at level fifty. Yeah, I spent I spent the better part of uh, two or three hours the other day uh, in one island leveling up, farming these creatures called tokos that uh, 
basically give you 2,000 experience every time you kill one. But they try to run quickly, so you have to do a back attack on them and kill uh, them instantaneously. Right. With, like, a DPS character. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy, though. That's the way to level up because I, I fought a hunt, and I got 200 experience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One-tenth of what I get from fighting a normal enemy in the wild. So. Yeah. Uh, like, all my familiars are just net like just to say hey guess what we're all gonna be metamorphable at once and i'm like oh, yeah man. i really yeah. want to metamorph you guys but the other thing i really want to level you up some more have you been using the ones that you the creatures the familiars sorry that you um started the game with that have you caught new ones that you're that you're using i actually um i still use the might okay that the main character gets yeah and i'm still using the bird that esther starts with i'm okay. not using the um i'm not using the one that swain starts with yet uh, I didn't really like that one. Other than that, I've caught. I'm just using ones I've caught. Okay, yeah. I can I make a recommendation. Yeah. Don't use the mic for much longer. Oh. He, he's gonna become worthless. Oh, that's a shame. About ten hours from, and I fed him so many treats, and he was like my most familiar familiar. But he, but he's Toby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's Tobuscus with, with an eye, a little smiley face over the eye. Yeah, I'm sorry. Where did I just go? <laughs> oh, no, so for those of you who haven't, who don't watch my let's plays. All of my familiars and characters are named after YouTubers. Of course they are. So I've got I've got Ego Raptor. Uh, of course I've got Jontron. I've got Matt and Pat. Of course you. Uh, Not me. I've got Tobuscus. He's <laughs> got three-headed boy. Um, Not yet. But uh, is so that a YouTuber just, though, or is that yeah. just an idea? It will be an idea. It's it an be. idea. It's bullet. I'm going into V for Vendetta now for some there reason. There we go. That's a good good stuff. Um, <laughs> Yay, Morokowski brothers. But what I will tell you is the other game I've been I've been working uh, a lot on the website and stuff this week, so I don't have a lot of time to play games. But what I did play was a little bit of the new Fire Emblem for the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that the one with uh, the relationship mechanic? <laughs> Why <laughs> won't these two have gay sex yet? I've got it. <laughs> So you so he went straight for that. So Patrick, <laughs> Patrick came in. I think, or was it you, or yeah. was it Patrick that that came in talking about that earlier? earlier well, I, I mentioned that I mentioned that I had read about somebody uh, who already is starting their second yeah, let's okay, play and you. has like a, a detailed like flow chart of who <laughs> who to pair with whom and Great. what that begets. It's and it's a shipper's wet dream. It's oh like Lord. it's like a genealogy. Maybe it's I'll... like maybe and, I won't. And <laughs> X and Y beget X and Y beget Z and. <laughs> Maybe I won't play this anymore. <laughs> I'm still learning how to play, so I'd be, Who do I'd be you like, ship? I'd be like, <laughs> Who do you ship? What? Tell the internet. What? Whom do you ship? It's like EV training in Pokemon. Oh God, yeah. Lord. <laughs> no, I am. I am. Uh, I am literally. I, I'm still learning how to play the game. They're still doing the tutorial levels. That's oh, how wow. far into it I am. I did some cutscene stuff. Um, if you don't know about shipping, run. Yeah. <laughs> run and never look back. <laughs> They look like a cute couple. I'm God. I, I'm, Together. I'm, I'm, uh... Now kiss. I'm, uh... I'm now nervous to play any more of this game. <laughs> okay, no, just, to be fair, it's not that kind of game. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not... Let's not get out of control, but... The implications there, of course. I did never play Catherine, though, uh, so maybe this will be my, my foray into Catherine. Oh, a, God. A, but with a fun game on the Giant back end. butt monster with a tongue chasing you up a flight of blocks. I can't get that out of my dreams. I didn't even play the game. I just watched a rage quit of it. I played a demo of it. It was pretty terrible. Uh, we are all sheep is but, what that game teaches us. And yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You, 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 terrible is in like a bad game or yeah. terrible is in like terrifying? A oh, it's a bad game. Oh. <laughs> 
The de- at least the demo I played was bad. And then every Atlas fan screamed out in horror. <laughs> it's as if suddenly, it's as if sudden, suddenly, millions of Atlas fans cried out in terror <laughs> and were suddenly silenced. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I don't like the gameplay. I'm sure the story is pretty cool and stuff, yeah. but. I mean, that game was de- built around and developed as a relationship game, so I'm, right. I'm nervous now to, to get into this fire. What's, what's nice about Catherine is that it With doesn't... A or a C. Yeah, which Catherine are you talking to? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the game. So both. Um, is that it doesn't paint, paint either gender in a good light. Okay, right. interesting. It, it's not... It, it's kind of sexist, but against both sexes at the same time. So how is that... Which is, can that of, be sexist if it's like that? I don't know. It's like I'm not racist. I hate everyone that, the same. Because right. that's like that's like presuming that there's some neutral gender sitting there judging everybody. Well, okay, <laughs> we're not getting into discussions about gender equality or how many genders are out there or how people identify. We're not getting into that. Not right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to keep this... Wait, when are we ever that. going to get into that? <laughs> never. Now. I was just saying that Next to make never. something of a joke. <laughs> oh I wasn't trying to incite oh, furor. No, I went, oh, God, I went to a liberal arts college. <laughs> uh, social studies. Oh, God. This is what it's done to me. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God damn so, it. So next week we will we will talk about gender studies. Um, no! no, we won't. We won't because there's already a YouTuber that got funded by a Kickstarter to do it for us. Oh, there you, you go. Can do it poorly. Oh, that's neither here nor there. There we go. Cool. So so what we will talk about though, uh, getting back to what we talked about a little bit earlier with Sam and Max, oh. <laughs> is something that has Why been. We're going to talk about it a little bit because we didn't touch on it last week and we kind of meant to, but we were already running over and we didn't want to, you know cover too too much in, in one episode so we're, we're, we're maybe of course apparently i didn't know about it referring to as the death of lucas arts uh the studio uh disney if you weren't aware at this point um disney pulled the plug on the studio uh they are going to be basically shipping their shipping their ideas to other game companies third parties and they're gonna be developing the games for them what are your thoughts guys why well, let's 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 look at this with a bit of you know, uh, distance because LucasArts had some had some beautiful games, mm-hmm. but then there were things like Force Unleashed two. <laughs> and, yeah. And like, <laughs> but but who's gonna make my HD remake of Tie Fighter now? Somebody can do it. It's. Uh. Some one God, of the game was so good. One of one of it's the inevitable on the internet. Well, yeah, one of the inevitable like five companies that will come out of this. Yeah. Uh, this this uh for, so for those of you who didn't get the earlier reference the original sam and max adventure game was put out by lucas arts that's what we were getting at right yep and now it's and now it's under telltale right yep yes yeah and they did a good job with it i thought they kept yeah, the wackiness good. yeah yeah it was it was it was a very funny game uh my my take on this is um i mean it's it it, it makes sense to me as a from a business perspective um but damn it! As someone who grew up playing LucasArts yeah, adventure yeah. games, yeah, I am infuriated. That's yeah. It's, what's, what have they done since? Like, that that was that was my next point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Force Unleashed one was. I mean, it was a really good game, but there was you had to suspend disbelief a little bit mm-hmm. because you were a super powered character that doesn't exist in the Star Wars universe outside of that game. Right. So that no one ever mentions. <laughs> 
Yeah, Des- despite many main characters meeting him. Yep, it's like, it's like <laughs> we just all properly forgot about him. But I mean, the game itself was fine, and then yep. of course everybody goes Battlefront Two, mm-hmm. which was quite good in my opinion. Oh God, I played yes. a little bit of that. Yeah, those were pretty decent. They were those were kind of cool. Um, my my thing is I'm, I have a colder shoulder to this because I never, I didn't grow up playing those games. Like for example. <laughs> Sam and Max, the Telltale version, was my first foray into Sam and Max, and I never played any other ones, you know, like Full Throttle or uh, Boy and his, was Boy and his Blob, right? And uh, was that was oh, Day, Day, Day of the no. Tentacle? Day, Day, Day of the Tentacle, Tentacle was was LucasArts, yep. right? Um, yep. And Maniac Mansion. Were they Grim and Fandango? Jo- they were Grim Fandango, and Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Were they Secret of Monkey Island. They did the Secret of Monkey Island series. Sure. So I, th- I think we're looking at this as this company that used to make adventure games for PCs and now makes nothing of the sort. Right. I still have all of them. And actually, what's really cool is because I still have the discs, I can still play them. Okay. Uh, LucasArts actually a while back released the uh, engine that they used to make all those games in as a free download. Okay. So you get this program that runs the engine, and then you just copy in the data files. Mm-hmm. So I can play even the PC versions. Mm-hmm. On my Mac, mm-hmm. because it's just it's just running the engine. Right. So I'm like, I'm still holding on to all these discs. So <laughs> many memories. Yeah, I mean, so I many I know they came out with some good stuff in the in the, in the kind of in the middle of their yeah of their of their of their storied career. They had like those games like uh, they did the Jedi Outcast too, right? Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Basically, Jedi if it Outcast has Jedi too. in the name, it was them. Je- right, right, Jedi right. Academy was pretty good. Rebel Assault back in the days. Did they do? Uh, did they do uh, the the X Wing series? Yep. Oh god, those were and the games. Tie Fighter series. Yeah. They got they got really awkward near the end. Like I think what was it, Rogue, Rogue something? Squadron. The, the that, third one wasn't as that, good as the first. That one? was a different. That was a different company though. I thought did LucasArts publish that? Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Oh, they did. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, but they also did just recently release things like um, fantastic titles like uh, Star Wars Connect and um, fantastic titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, Dan, Dan, remember. <laughs> Sarcasm doesn't really come through very well on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like uh, my my favorite birthday present of all time, the the Wii lightsaber duels. Oh, oh God. no! <laughs> With the attachments, <laughs> I, like, and the attachments are enormous. So I'm just like, that's what she said. I'm just, they're just sitting on a shelf in my room, and I'd never even cracked the game, and I just, I, I saw it, and I was like, no. No. no thank you precisely <laughs> you know you know what was the funniest thing about it though the attachments had a light function that's awesome that's <laughs> and great. it wasn't even colored it was just like bright white light oh, it wasn't green or red or blue or well, the, the worst thing out of this is the fact that they also put the kibosh on level what 1313 oh yeah 1313 was supposedly going to be really good oh my god it was a star wars game that didn't focus on jedi right it was like that's awesome we could make a departure and it was gonna be gritty and dark and didn't we have that dead and very very dead dead. (laughs) it's gone gone the route of starcraft ghost it's totally fucking dead you said something to say (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can see over here um didn't they make something like Star Wars Bounty Hunter that was kind of similar to that idea where it was yeah. like a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, a, a grittier, like, thing with, I'm like... I'm not familiar with Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Although I think that was... Uh, I think that you followed Django Fett. That was around the time that those movies were out. And about. Right, right. I've heard of it. 
because I have a friend that it is her all-time favorite game. Actually, oh, there you go. <laughs> so, did, wait, you know a girl? <laughs> <laughs> did they? <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> so she says. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, and I'm we kidding. just lost ourselves as a potential subscriber. <laughs> I mean, right no, no, I'm I'm going from I'm going from the perspective that you know, oh, nerd. You know, they generally gravitate away oh. from me. Okay. I'm not going from the, you know, that or the area. fact that there are no girls on the internet. Well, yeah, she's yeah. not on the internet. She was on. She was on my college campus. Now I'm getting too specific. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Okay, now we got. All right. <laughs> oh my God. Non sequiturs. They're going to be the death of us. Absolutely. <laughs> or at least the death of you. <laughs> Absolutely. And then he said nothing more because he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So where are we? So uh, where Lucas we were. Arts. Lucas Arts. Lucas yep. Arts. Was there anything else that we had to had to say about that? I mean, it's just it's sad on one level because they they did they did a lot of Star Wars stuff through the years. They did you know games that people really loved. Like I love playing Jedi Power Battles with my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with why? Well, it was only one two player co op, but it was it wasn't really a great game. But you and your one was, friend, right? Yeah, <laughs> my one friend who was not here, <laughs> who was somewhere else. <laughs> You people are co-workers. That's why I list you on Facebook and things. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and then on the other hand, you go, well, what have they done for you lately? Right. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder if the, I wonder how much of that had to do with the economy and how much of it had to do with Disney just wanting to be more in control of things. I think that has something to do with it, but I, I'm excited because it gives other studios who are geeking out about Star Wars and really, really passionate about that canon to make a really great game that they never otherwise right. could have. As long as it's not, you know, Colonial Marines. Yeah. Oh, oh, we should get Irrational to make a Star Wars game. There you go. They're, they're done with Bioshock. They've got free time. <laughs> they're taking a break. Yeah, let's get them to do some Star Wars. Maybe, maybe they will. Who knows? <laughs> Princess Leia's Elizabeth. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright uh, anything else you had to add Tristan to that no let's move on to some other news so the big news back. the big news of the week coming from Nintendo Direct yay um, Link to the Past 2 Electric Boogaloo <laughs> <laughs> that the... should be like a lo- mandated law that every sequel has to have the subtitle Electric, Electric Boogaloo, Boogaloo. Only if it's only if it's the first sequel, yeah, yeah, because it has to rhyme, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it has to be something funny because I don't think Titanic Two Electric Boogaloo would. <laughs> oh, oh, too soon, man. Yeah. Too well, no, there was soon. there was a Titanic. There's water and electricity. There was there was a Titanic Two. Yes, there was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that didn't. And there is a Titanic Two now. They're building it in oh, Australia. Really? I did not know that. The hubris of these people. I know, right? Didn't you learn the first time? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, Link to the Past 2, um, very excited for it. It actually takes, it's a, it's interesting the way they, they announced it was so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people come up and say, oh, you know, it's the, it's a, it's a remake. It's not a remake. It's actually a new game with new dungeons, new everything, but it takes place in the same world. The same as time. Link, as Link to the Past. Now, my, my thing is, I don't know if they specify anywhere. If it's the same world as in it's the same universe, or if it's or if it's the same or it's exactly the same like 
pixel for pixel, practically, like where the trees are, where the houses right. are. Well, because well, here's the thing: is if you look, like when you saw if when you, if you watch the trailer, I remember certain screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are like same for same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As linked to the past, my guess is it takes place in the same timeline. And Dan's going for his Hyrule Historia. I was going to say. I have a copy as well. <laughs> I have a copy I'm as pulling well. out the Hyrule Historia, folks. Yep. My guess is it takes place in the same timeline where Link is defeated at the end of Ocarina of Time. Um, but probably at a different point in time. Probably either before or after Link to the Past. I think that this timeline is so dumb. So unbelievably dumb. I don't buy it for one second. Well, the timeline where Link fails. I think that the whole idea is stupid. The only the only two that I like are um, Skyward Sword and Ocarina of Time. Everything else is just a toy. And incoming angry email. <laughs> wow, this is this is the episode where we just piss off the entire internet, isn't it? And it's only the second one. <laughs> it's only the second one. Um, okay, okay. So, all right. Confession time. I haven't completed Skyward Sword. Okay. Because I, I have yet to start it. So, you know. <laughs> well, I well the problem is that my setup had me too close to my sensor bar. Okay. Right. So I got stuck on the first boss fight. Okay. You know where you have to pull oh, the sword up and yep. then down and around. Yeah, yeah. I'd pull the sword up. I'd pull it down. It would lose the connection with my sensor bar and it would snap right back to default position. Yeah. Uh. So literally, I was. I got to the point where he couldn't hurt me because I learned all of his patterns. Yeah, but, but I you couldn't, couldn't hurt kill him. him. <laughs> so we were just like circling each other for like two hours. I'm just like, fuck this. I'm yeah, done. Those battles are hilarious because it's the way you fake him out. He's like, you think he'd learn by like the, um, <laughs> by like the hundredth time you do that. You come up at him with the sword in one spot. You're like, okay, and then you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming from over here. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got stuck there, and apparently there are a lot of people who are really upset. With Skyward Sword. And I'm like, without getting into spoilers, I'm like, what? <laughs> well, about what? I don't know. See, I... My, see, my impression was that it was a really good game. And that's the reason. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of my backwards reasoning for not playing it yet. Because I just want to sit in a dark room with and nobody on Xbox Live yelling at me and nobody on my computer. And just just get sucked into it like I did with Ocarina of Time yeah. years ago. Yeah, that, that's my understanding. I, can't, I don't understand. What, I mean, I haven't heard any spoilers for it yet. But it's like... Well, I mean, there aren't any spoilers. You know what happens. Yeah, it's a Zelda game. <laughs> it's the prequel. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know what happens after, because you've played all of them. But it's like, I don't understand why people are like, this is a terrible Zelda game, and oh, it's a travesty. I'm like... I what? kind of understand it. I, um... If for me, uh, and I've beaten it. I've beaten all the 3D Zeldas. Yeah? yeah? Yep, I have. Okay. Um, To me, Skyward Sword is my least favorite 3D Zelda. Uh, it's still good, so I don't want to say I hate it. And I think that's why people say they hate it. It's like if their least favorite something, mm-hmm. it's still a very, yeah. very good game. You know, it's just people my least love favorite. Love to blow things up like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, after after Twilight Princess, oh my God, Twilight Princess was great. I yeah. love Twilight Princess. Oh um, my God, I, I just wish it was darker. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but then I, it wouldn't be Twilight. It would be night. Yeah. <laughs> night Princess. Terrible. There's only two kinds of Twilight I like. Twilight Princess and Twilight Sparkle. And now that that's done, moving on. Wait, Twilight Sparkle is in Stephanie Meyer Vampires? No. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, it, that does fit. I mean, I'm not kidding. I, oh, I know. <laughs> There's only one kind of Twilight Sparkle that's acceptable. And it has nothing to do with vampires. 
that's why I'm so excited about Link to the Past 2. Um, for me, Link to the Past 2 is one of my faves. And the reason for it is, I, for me, and this is just a nostalgia thing, I think. Um, Zelda, to me, has always been about exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that after, what, Majora's Mask, maybe, even? they. St- oh, no, no, I'm sorry. After Wind Waker to a degree, but I'll get into that in a second. Um, oh, they, um, they sort of lost their purpose there. And it becomes yeah. a very linear experience. And Skyward Sword is the epitome of that. So, mm. And you haven't, got, you haven't beaten it yet. It's right. a very, very, very linear experience. And you go right. back to the same places. And all the dungeons are really forgettable. And the music's forgettable. And it just, you don't, you don't it's a good game. The- but they made Zelda so kawaii. <laughs> the, yeah i know right dear god and <laughs> she's, yeah. she's the girl next door character yeah, yeah. oh oh i thought you meant zelda the game so no cool. no no oh. zelda the character <laughs> i was like ha, maybe i shouldn't play it no yeah we're, the trend uh, the trend apparently uh catherine fire emblem zelda skyward sword uh, yeah. no, um, but it's, somebody needs to outline this yeah but um it's yeah. it's not it's just too linear and, and it's too different it's it's not zelda to me so it's still a good game and everything the combat's fantastic um so you enjoyed looking for your heart pieces yeah the, the boss house fantastic but again there's really nowhere to explore there's there's yeah. very little place very little place for you to jump out of your comfort zone right wind waker would have been my favorite zelda even over ocarina of time which is my favorite game of all time um if it wasn't for the in the need to go to every island to complete the game i wish you could just explore at your leisure and kind of find these islands for yourself see i found some islands by my, uh, on my own in wind waker there are very few that you yeah. that you only they're little that, tiny these little tiny islands that you can happen upon but other than that they're all these islands you have to go to to find those those triforce shards it's a very short game the dungeons yeah. are very easy and there aren't enough of them right um so for me that was that was getting there with that exploration and kind of falls apart when you have the yeah. triforce shards I, I just remember playing link to the past originally because mm-hmm. that was the first zelda mm-hmm. game i played because i was a, i'm a little too young to have played the original like uh, to right. really have did you it. did you ever go back and play it uh zelda one yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. and zelda two yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally the wii virtual console the best thing for it yeah, yeah. um but Ocarina, uh, Link to the Past was really the first Legend of Zelda game I really played. And that world was so huge. Mm-hmm. And there was so many little things hidden around. Mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely probably had the most exploration out of any Legend of Zelda exactly. game. Exactly. That's why I love it. And that's why I'm excited. Uh, cautiously excited because it looks a little weird. The graphic yeah. style, not huge. 3D! Yeah, yeah. Too much 3D stuff, you know. And, I hope it's... I mean, it is a 3DS title, so that makes yeah. sense, but I mean... Now I'm going to have to buy a 3DS. Yeah. Absolutely. Make sure you get Wii Fire Emblem. <laughs> I, I'm sure I will I, I'm sure I will be uh, playing that one on the 3DS when it comes out. Um, but, you know... Non secretaries are going to kill us all. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. But, but you were talking about the two best games for the Virtual Console being Legend of Zelda 1 and Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Pretty, pretty much. I think Tristan may disagree with you. I mean, uh... <laughs> Zelda, well, alright. Because. Well, they have Ocarina we're going to talk about as well. Zelda 2. So now we're going to talk about Zelda 2 right now. Oh, that's not what um, I was thinking. Was... No, no. But well, <laughs> for the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah. Oh, okay. For the Wii U Virtual Console, that's where our next pit of news is coming from. Yeah. They're finally, so Nintendo of America is finally porting and releasing Earthbound here in North America. Mother 2. Mother 2. So now that character that you keep kicking but, off the stage in Super Smash Brothers has a game. Exactly. <laughs> that you know. Oh, Wait, character. where is this character from? <laughs> he's from here. Mass and Lucas. Well, yep. is Lucas in Earthbound? Uh, he's in the third one. Yeah, yes. he's in the third He's one. in Mother 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
This is Mother 2 we're talking about. Yes. Right, which is which has <laughs> never been released in, in the U.S. before. I mean, that you can get, like, translated ROMs of it, but it's not the same. Right. And it's right. going to be made available through the Wii U Virtual Console. Because the only system that Nintendo has that's capable of running a game that came out 20 years ago is the, the Wii, Wii U. U. <laughs> what, you still have a Wii? God, man, get with the times! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't think their processing structure, their computer pro, their cores, their processing cores can handle a game of the magnitude of, of uh, Mother 2. So. I know, right? Let alone the 3DS. Forget about it. <laughs> Your sarcasm. 16 <laughs> bits? God, what do you want? A supercomputer? <sighs> as long as it comes out after uh, the Wind Waker HD, because that's when I'm buying my, my Wii. Wait, Wind Waker HD is a thing? Yeah. Yes. Wait, seriously? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, well. so, so there's so there's Wind Waker HD coming out for the Wii U. There's Bayonetta two coming out for the Wii U, <clears> and that's, both of those are going to be exclusive to it. And there's going to be a new Super Smash Brothers. Of course, there's going to be a new Super Smash Brothers. I know. I'm like, who could they add? I, 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 oh my god! I hope they add the Golden Sun characters. Well, they could, they could be they could add back the characters that they took out. Oh yeah, like out. Mewtwo and oh um, right, right, right. Uh, Mewtwo. There's more. There's more than him. Pichu. Pichu's another one. Yeah, there were there were more from Melee that I think they need to consolidate. Yet. Personally, no, never, never, never. More never. characters. They have too many. I mean, they were gonna have um, Toon Zelda. Like, come on, guys. Like, come up with something creative. No, no. never, 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 never. <laughs> Just keep making more and more versions of Link. The next Toon month. Samus. Yeah. The ne- Wait, what? <laughs> the next. What game is she from? It's gonna be like eight bit Samus or something like that, like Metroid. <laughs> they should add eight bit characters to. They already exist. They're they're yeah. assist trophies. I know, but I mean, like, or make it a skin, or make it right. a skin where you can do like the eight bit version of Link and have that be a different skin. That'd yeah. be the way to do it. Oh god! See, that's gonna bother me now. Who the other characters that weren't included in Brawl that were included in Melee were? Stay tuned next week for when we actually do no, our we, research. We have Mewtwo. Oh, I, mean... I have to go to Wiki. Yeah, yeah, I'll look wiki, it up. Wiki, but, wiki. but I mean, like, like Mewtwo is one of them. Oh, Doctor Mario was another one. Yep, right? Doctor Mario. Um, How to be absurd. Roy. Roy. Oh God. I'm not, oh, no, and I'm not even on the internet yet. Yeah, <laughs> but they replaced Roy with Ike. Well, see, Ike is actually his own character. Yeah, Roy was a carbon copy of Marth with more punch. Yep. And a different hitbox. Yeah. Which was weird. Yeah, Marth. If you hit him with the tip of the sword, they go flying. Yep. Roy, if you hit him with the with the edge. Which made it very, much more difficult to hit people. Yep. I remember yeah. I was playing with my. This is a funny story. I was playing with my sister one time, and oh, I, so I, she. I was using Marth, and for the if you you've never played Super Smash Brothers, he's one of the sword users. He literally does not have, and I use literally wrong again, folks. I apologize. He does not have an attack that doesn't use his sword. My sister yelled at me. Stop using that sword. That's all you can do. Stop using the sword. Yes, that's all I can do, Kate. I can't possibly use the sword, anything but the sword. Well, I could pick up this beam sword that fell, but that's not much better. Would you like me to hit you with the hammer instead? Okay. The only character we actually left out um, was Young Link, who was, I mean, in my opinion, replaced by Toon Link. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Not a, that's not a really big deal there. Unless you want both of them. I want Link. That's all I want. Link. All the Links. Just a, all the links, all the top. Who's your favorite? Who is your favorite? Not to get too off topic, um, but who is your favorite uh, new character to um, brawl? Snake, Snake. Ike. Mine was King DDD. <laughs> He's my absolute favorite. 
I love Ike. He's an, he's another. Uh, King I love DD. playing Ike because he's yeah. so damn chunky. Oh god! But he's so fucking chunky. That, Dear God, <laughs> that game. Uh, one of my friends was like, he was all campus basically. He was the best on the campus. All campus, and yeah. and it was mostly because he used freaking Falco, and Falco has a tank. Yeah. Oh, you guys are playing with items. <laughs> yeah. He would have certain items turned off because they weren't fair. And I went, Carlos, you have a fucking tank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to stop using Marth because I couldn't kill him fast enough with Marth. Right. So I started using Ike, and that's why I love Ike, because Ike can actually Dude. kill Falco. <laughs> I love Snake in Super Smash Bros. because he has so many layers that he yeah. can play. Uh, there's a video online, I forget, I forget the YouTube link, but it's like two like super tier players. One player playing Meta Knight and the other playing Snake. Oh God, Meta Knight! And and these two are just like, oh my God! I have seen, I saw them do stuff that I did not know you could do in Super Smash yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen, I think I've seen that video. By the way, Meta Knight is actually banned from tournament play. I don't know if you're yep, aware of because that. Because he's not. OP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is that the first I still time? I haven't quite figured that out. <laughs> no, no, that's not the first time character's been banned. Peach was banned. Oh, Pe- okay. We'll talk about that. And, and uh... her her ass is too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be resisted. <laughs> the badonka donk bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. B left. That ass. Boom. <laughs> um, I'm glad you, uh, Tristan. I'm glad you mentioned Snake was your favorite character because we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah. When we get back, we're actually gonna talk all about Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance, and we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Stay shit out of it. <laughs> Metal Gear. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Over the top. Welcome back, everyone. We are we are uh, back from the break, and we're going to talk a little bit about the game Tristan's been playing, uh, Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance, which is one hell of a word. Yeah, <laughs> is it's it not, even a word? It, it, it's not a proper word, but it should be. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So so this is so I played through Metal Gear Solid One, Metal Gear Solid Two, mostly Metal Gear Solid Three and Metal Gear Solid Four. Where does this fall? All right, in so, the series. So again, warning, folks. Here, here come the spoilers. So, Metal Gear Rising, and now really important, guys. It's Metal Gear Rising. It is not a Metal Gear Solid title. Right, right. Um, it takes place a few years after the events of Metal Gear Solid Four. Okay. 
Uh, it seems like it takes place probably like four to six years is the sense it gave me. Like, oh, they don't, it doesn't, they don't it doesn't actually kinda... say, oh, okay. like, this is four years after the Sons of the Patriots or anything like that. Sons of the Patriots. So there's, so there's no compendium, like, with Zelda. Right. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2, Guns of the Patriots. Though, honestly, there should be. Yeah. Because that's the only way you can make the Metal Gear storyline well, so make, have, make any the sort difference, of sense. The difference here is there actually is a timeline for these games, unlike Zelda, where there is no timeline and they made one up after the fact for everybody. But anyway. Well, supposedly, the, supposedly there was one, but he didn't, like, he only shared it with, like, six people. Miyamoto? Yeah. yeah. And that's bullcrap. It was a, like, heavily guarded <laughs> secret. Um, anyways. That's an absolute load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i refuse to believe anything along those lines um how incendiary are you trying to be today <laughs> i know we've already we've already pissed off the internet miyamoto is god you do not offend god <laughs> miyamoto needs to be replaced but um isn't he stepping down or is that somebody else he i mean he's always he's kind of slowly been stepping down his whole career after he started you know he yeah. originally started as the like the core designer and he ended up. Um, he's now more of like just a producer role in most titles. He just kind of oversees some of the development on things. But he his big thing now is he can't go. You have to go um, back to the roots of every game. That's why we have new Super Mario Brothers. That's why we have Link mm-hmm. to the Past two. That's why we have the new Paper Mario. Where according to my friend, and I looked it up and was like, yeah, that's correct. There couldn't be any new characters. They had to stick with the basics, and they had to use Koopas. I heard and, that. I heard. And that. you couldn't even have like a different kind of Koopa named like. I don't know Daniel Koopa. You couldn't have a Daniel Koopa because it would it wasn't the canon of the original games like having a Koopa or just a Boo. So even all the bosses in the game are just gigantic versions of. But they're the it's Mario. The canon isn't all that crucial to Mario. Tristan, you get he jumps and stomps on things. He's got his belt out to beat us for going off on attention. He wanted to talk Metal Gear. We went back to Miyamoto and Nintendo. <laughs> There's hate in his eyes. Is Tristan going to have to choke a bitch? Oh my god. Is Cloud Strife going to have to choke a bow? Tristan just took off his belt, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Uh, We are... uh, Not that way. Let's get get back to... Oh, not yet. (laughs) I'm just going to... For those of you who can't see the podcast, which is all of you, I'm turning the other way. (laughs) So, so, um... So yeah, let's get let's get back right. on step step here though. That was my bad. Mel right. um, so, Rising Revengeance. All right. So the big thing with Revengeance. So for those of you who haven't played it, it's a character action game in the Metal Gear Solid universe. Now, okay, I'm gonna say this flat out for those of you who've seen my channel. I suck at character <laughs> action games. <laughs> I'm just gonna flat out say that. It, I have the same problem with character action games that I have with fighting games. Okay. Is that I can't memorize a long list of moves and right. go, oh, for this situation, I need to pull out, yeah. you know, triangle, 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 X, Y, X square, circle. Right. You know, so I, for, I just can't do that. So for a dummy that hasn't heard the term character action. So <laughs> the uh, game's in the character action vein. So, would that be like a Devil May Cry? Devil May Cry, okay. Bayonetta. Yeah. Games that are, yeah. Have, feature over-the-top, wacky combat. Okay. Um, I've never actually heard it referred yeah. to that. There you go, that yeah. name. Sorry Absolutely. about that. No, folks. it's all good. And I'm sure a lot of people at home haven't heard of it either. So right, um, carry on. And okay, so just to give you an idea of what to expect here. It's a Metal Gear game, so mm-hmm. it's Hideo Kojima partnered up with Platinum, the guys who made Bayonetta. Oh boy. 
I'm okay. The big <laughs> Raiden, who we all remember yeah. and know and love, sarcasm, mm-hmm. from Metal Gear Solid 2, is the main character. Yeah. yeah. But it's the Metal Gear Solid 4 Raiden, right? Right. So somewhere between Metal Gear Solid 2 and 4, mm-hmm. Raiden took a level in badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, did he take a level in badass. <laughs> um, like, So those of you who played 4, you know he shows up. As this weird breakdancing yeah. cyber ninja, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Still the same breakdancing cyber ninja in Metal Gear Revengeance. Um, and I gotta say, they actually kind of redeem him a fair bit in this game. Okay. Like, actually, they redeem. They, so they redeem Raiden, and amazingly enough, they redeem Sunny. Okay. In this. Which means that everyone, ladies and gentlemen, Official announcement, you can now all go back to hating Otacon. Yeah. Because he's now the worst character in the Metal Gear Solid universe again. <laughs> like him and Naomi, I swear. Yeah. Um, which is why they're perfect for each other. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, this takes place, like, several years after uh, MGS4. So, the Sons of the Patriots are down. Right. Are gone. And Raiden is now working for a private security company. Mm-hmm. And he gets caught up. In this, all right, it starts when the president of some African country, which they never name, okay, who Ryan's company is supposed to protect, gets murdered by this uh, private military company. Mm-hmm. Uh, avalanche? No, I'm kidding. Uh, of cyborgs. Um, <laughs> and so then an avalanche the, of cyborgs. <laughs> an avalanche. Avalanche. <laughs> Anyways, um. <laughs> Oh, God, it's all Abacides just pouring down. It's an avalanche. And now I'm... Th- it's so crunch. Now I'm thinking of Mamma Mia the musical. Yeah, there you go. Anyways. <laughs> I'll just go in my corner for the next 20 um, minutes. <laughs> so you've got this motley crew of evil cyborg warriors that Raiden goes after. And then it gets into this whole weird storyline with... Um, Kidnapped kids and organ harvesting and brains being stolen. I'm totally serious <laughs> here, too. Um, also, it very strongly continues the Metal Gear fascination with arms. Okay. Interesting. Because we all know... Alright. Raiden loses his arm yep. in... What, four? Is it four that he loses it in? Or? Yes. Yeah, it's four that he loses it in. So he loses his arm in four. He loses it again in Revengeance. <laughs> it gets cut off. And he actually looks at it and goes... Not again, because it's the same arm. So, so not only is it a, is a running theme, but it has become self aware. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and we all know about Ocelot, about Revolver also losing yes. his arm yeah. and, and getting Liquid, Liquid Snake's Snake. arm fused back on to bring back Liquid Snake. And then in Revenge, it has you collect left arms. <laughs> and there's a character na- called Doctor who has a collection of left arms. Because that's where the holographic memory is stored. And it actually has you you gain extra points for slicing off an enemy's left arm. And there are certain enemies that have left arms that are collectibles that you can earn. Is it is it is it your left or their left? Their left. Their left. This conversation is very disarming. <laughs> oh god. I had um, to. I have a problem. <laughs> oh man. Um but no, the Metal Gear Rising is completely over the top okay now i don't consider this a spoiler 
Because well, we're fucking. Spoiled, I know. I know. So do I don't do? consider this a spoiler, so I'll, I'll gladly tell this to anybody <laughs> because it takes place in the tutorial mission. Okay. Raiden in the tutorial mission mm-hmm. picks up and throws a Metal Gear Ray. That's great. He literally chucks it, <laughs> and then later cuts it in half after running up to it by jumping from missile to missile to missile that it is firing at him. That sounds like a the cut a cutscene from the Metal Gear Solid Four. So right right on the same yeah wavelength there. Does it have any correlation aside from the characters to in the PMC? It seems like there's a lot of paramilitary things going on. Does it have any other sort of correlation bet- with the other series with the rest of the series? Yes. Um, yeah, so they just, they, like, straight up mention Sons of the Patriots. Okay. And, and basically this is what has happened, like, this is the fallout. Mm-hmm. The, this takes place during the fallout of what has happened at the end of MGS4 with okay. the Patriots. Um, and, and there's even, and it gets really into it. Like, they're like, uh, there's a character that says, the Patriots didn't create the war economy. No, they only provided, they only managed it. Mm-hmm. The war economy is always going to be there. And, of course, you know, it's got the traditional levels of Hideo Kojima uh, political bickering and weird philosophy that doesn't quite make any real sense. So you get the feeling that something got lost in translation a little. Uh, The final boss is an American senator. (laughs) (laughs) I'm completely serious. like an American senator in like a giant mech or an American senator like in his office and you just stab him in the face with a letter opener. <laughs> in a giant mech and then outside of the giant mech. Interesting. You you fight him and he knows sumo. I was going to say, is he a ninja senator? He's a sumo. No, no. He's sumo a sumo. Apparently you're fighting, you know, Ted Kennedy. <laughs> and as always, he's infused with nanomachines. As always. As always. As is true of our American senators. Yeah. Because, why? Because Metal Gear Solid, nano machines. Um, yeah, you. The Ed Boss is an American. It's a U.S. senator who has a plot to kill the president. There you go. And no to, sumo. Yeah, in order to keep the war economy going and start another war in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to stop him. Uh, other fun things in Metal Gear Rising. Um, <laughs> Raiden gets Raiden gets a pet puppy. There you go. A cyborg puppy. Name Blade Wolf. That's awesome. So it's the fable. Is it? It's not the Fable Three mechanic, is it? Where it finds finds things for you to dig. No, I'm kidding. No, no. Uh, he does run ahead of you though, and um, no. Oh my God, Blade Wolf is fantastic. You first fight him as a boss. Actually, more like a mini boss. Uh, and oh my God, I could do that boss fight like ten times a day. The fight is amazing, and the music. Okay, Metal Gear Rising. A lot of people have ripped on the music. But I think for what the game is, the music is exactly what it should be. The music is really, it's like, uh, it feels all like, like almost like 90s grunge rock, okay. almost. You know, kind of gritty, angry, oh, like grunge rocky. Uh, but with like obvious, like, you know, bad anime soundtrack-esque. Oh, fantastic. Added to it. <laughs> it's so fantastic. And it's got lyrics. He did that Basically, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, but what it does is there's like multiple stages to each boss fight. Nice. And the music grows with each stage. So that the first stage, you've got, you know, kind of the, like the low tempo mix. Yeah. And in the middle stage, it's where it really picks up. And then it's at the final stage 
where you finally get the lyric, where the lyrics come in. You're like, right, you're like, I feel like such a fucking badass. Oh my god. I should actually, I have the soundtrack on my phone right now. Well, yeah, we'll 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 play we'll play some for some of the show music. Do um here do uh I'm my own master now. That's the that's the uh Blade Wolf. Okay. It's so good. Oh my god. Um. The other thing with Revengeance is Revengeance introduces who, in my mind, and people are probably going to argue with me, but I should also have some support on this, who is the best villain in a Metal Gear title, hands down. Oh lord, that's a that's a uh, that's, that's a. Spain. I'm coming out there and I'm saying this. Jetstream Sam is the coolest <laughs> motherfucker you will ever meet in a Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> He's so cool. He's like the brother of Beautiful Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Jetstream Sam. He's so fucking cool. Oh my god. And you he's like the the real end boss oh, okay. of the tutorial mission. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. You can't beat him in this right. mission. He doesn't even have a life bar. Okay. He mops the fucking floor with you. Mm-hmm. He's the one who cuts off Raiden's arm oh, okay. for the second time. Um, he has he has a high frequency katana, mm-hmm. not just a sword. A katana. A freaking katana, and you eventually learn this has been like handed down through his family for generations, which is why it's such a badass sword. Of course. <laughs> and it's <laughs> and he's got a sheath for it that has a trigger. So he pulls oh, no. the trigger, oh, and it, explosive bolts fire in the back, <laughs> launching the sword out so he can grab it and cut you with it at super high speed. And then, so he goes toe-to-toe with Raiden and okay. kicks Raiden's ass. Now remember, Raiden, earlier in the game, picks up and throws a Metal Gear. <laughs> right? And, and, and Jesse and Sam can go toe-to-toe with him. You, when you finally beat him, there, there's a mission. That whole mission is just your fight with him. <laughs> because he is, like, the, the foil to Raiden. Mm-hmm. Like, they're obviously meant to be, like, like he is you, only more badass. Okay. So you don't stand a fucking chance. Um, <laughs> at, the end of, at the end of the fight with him, you discover that he has almost no cybernetic enhancements whatsoever. He's just awesome. He's just fucking awesome. (laughs) And he's able to go toe-to-toe with Metal Gear chucking Raiden. Right. With almost no cybernetic enhancement. Those are always the coolest characters. Like the the second in commands or like those people that are just like, everybody else isn't playing by the rules. And this is the one guy that is. And And he's just such a badass that you don't notice. Um, He's also, he and Blade Wolf. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of stuff previously too, mm-hmm. uh, so Blade Wolf. So after you beat Blade Wolf, you end up rebuilding him. Okay. And the big thing is that Blade Wolf doesn't like what he has to do. Okay. But can't disobey because if he just ever disobeys a direct order, he gets his memory wiped. Okay. Because he because Blade Wolf is uh, an artificial intellect. Oh okay. So what Raiden does is he ga- basically gathers up all the pieces after he cuts Blade Wolf into you know nice little filet chunks. Yeah. And they rebuild Blade Wolf. But they take that bit out. Oh, okay. So Blade Wolf can actually make decisions. Oh, okay. Um, Blade Wolf actually becomes your traveling compartment. Mm-hmm. Your partner. Right, you're telling him, yeah. Yeah, he, he's your puppy. <laughs> he's your little cybernetic puppy with great big fucking claws <laughs> and a chainsaw blade. Step away from Nintendogs. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, no, Blade Blade was fantastic. Like, um, like Ryden will crack jokes, mm-hmm. and Blade will will not say anything. Yeah. And, go, yeah. uh, and then Ryden will explain. And there's a part where where Ryden's like, "Oh yeah, well I'll stop by. You know what? I'll just pick up a, a few souvenirs for Rose for Rose on my son." And Blade was like, "I understand the concept of sarcasm, but that wasn't funny." And then just shuts off the link. <laughs> it's just like. So, so this dog has just a human voice, and he has a he has an interface for communications. Yes. Okay. Here, bring up a picture. Search Google. Search Blade Wolf. I will look at it while we're talking. Because because he's he's a cybernetic attack dog. Right. That's the idea. Um. So was so who did the voice? Like future Morgan Freeman or? Uh, actually, I forget who did the voice. I didn't look that up. I should do that. Um. I mean, who voices cybernetic dogs in Metal Gear? Right. Um. But what's really cool is Jet Stream Sam. Is they just released DLC, okay? Where you get to play as him. That's awesome. And and he plays completely differently from Raiden, and it's his own separate little storyline that takes place beforehand. And apparently they're going to do Blade Wolf DLC too. I'm like, yay! Yeah, that is Blade Wolf. <laughs> that more, is Blade Wolf. I'm more curious to look up Jetstream Sam. <laughs> the Terminator Poppy. Jetstream Sam is so cool. He the he's the coolest. Like okay. Uh, hands down, the next best, like, don't get me wrong, before I played Revengeance, like, Psycho Mantis was my favorite Metal Gear Solid boss. Um, and still is from a technical standpoint, mm-hmm. because of all the meta shit he pulls. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just, like, sheer, I am so fucking gar for this character, it's Jeffrey Sam. Of course he's got the sword just resting on his shoulder. Of course. The Cloud Strife pose. Tink. That's awesome. Oh, he's dude. just so cool. Um, how does um, how's the gameplay? It's it's. You said you're not good at character action games, but I'm not. And I've, and here's the thing I've discovered is that for my let's plays, I am significantly worse at my let's plays than mm-hmm. when I'm just playing outside of that. Okay. And I figure out what it is. Is the reason I suck during my let's plays more so than normal, is because when I'm playing a character action game. I have to devote all of my attention to what I'm doing, yeah, 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 yeah. like to to do well, right, right. like to score like a B or A rank mm-hmm. on stuff. Yeah. And if I'm worried about you know talking and trying to be entertaining, mm-hmm. that shit just goes right out the window. Right, right, right. It's just like, and I deranked it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm not I normally failed th- the first mission. <laughs> well, no, like, I'll, like I was, I'm playing through it. I'm just like, I'm, oh god, I'm just bungling stuff that. I did before, yeah. Because I'm doing my second playthrough. Okay, is that how you do all your playthroughs? By the way, no. you always okay. So my, a lot of time you'll play through it the first time with the cameras rolling. Not all the time. Usually, usually my first playthrough is with the cameras rolling. Uh, this one I did a game first to be like, oh my god, I want to play this game because mm-hmm. I was so hyped for it. Right, right, right. And then I did it with the cameras rolling. So I did this stuff just fine the first time through. Like I s ranked this shit the first time through. Right and now it. I'm back on it. And- <laughs> I've earned a few S ranks. I've earned a few S ranks. None of them are on video. Ah, oh, there you go. Oh. Of course uh, they weren't. No, I usually earn like B or A. Okay. Right. There are a few fights where it's very easy to earn an S rank. Right. Um. But for my let's play, like as soon as I have to worry about like talking and being entertaining, right. all those skills just go right, right out the window. Um. The the action is fun. Mm-hmm. There is no block. Oh lord! 
There are only parries. Okay. And you can eventually, and you can unlock a skill that's sort of a dodge. You like, don't even a have like, a dodge roll or anything like that. Nope. Lord. Nope. The only block you have is the parry. Yeah. And they don't explain it very well. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you just kind of learn it. Okay. Um, but by the end, it's fucking crucial. Yeah. Like, like my first playthrough, there were times where I was just like, God fucking damn it. Because I, I couldn't learn the parrying timing for some of the bosses. Right. Oh, you have to parry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you have to parry. Yeah. Or they will destroy you. Um, I w- my f- when I fought Sam in that one mission, it took me three times. Okay. It took me three times. Uh, the first time he mopped the fucking floor with me. Mm-hmm. So wait, you had to you had to pl- replay a mission that you were supposed to lose three times. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. no. There, so at the I end of the to tutorial, him, you mission, have to fight him repeatedly. Right. At the end of the tutorial mission, you fight him. Right. And he mops the fucking floor with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Later on, it's like I think it's like the fifth mission. You fight him again after you've gotten your upgraded body. You've been through all this shit, and it's just just you and him, just duking it out. Mm-hmm. That's the fight you're, you're supposed to win. Oh, okay. That's the fight you can actually yeah. win. It took me three tries. Okay. The first time, he mopped the fucking floor with me because I didn't know any of his patterns. Right. Second time, I got really close. Mm-hmm. And by the third time, I was like, okay, I think I've got you down. But, and that was... That's an okay difficulty curve, in my opinion. Okay. Like, that that's how difficult a game should be. Like, that's, that's, a very, that's, like a, like a boss, that's a very Japanese difficulty right there. Well, yeah. it's kind of, well, no, it's like, it's like the first time you can expect to lose. Right. Because you don't, you don't know what's about to happen. Right. You don't know any of the boss's patterns. Second time, you're supposed to do a fair bit better. And whether you win or lose the second time should be kind of a near thing. But the third time, you should be like, okay, I've got this. Okay. The final boss fight of Metal Gear Rising is a bitch. <laughs> If you if you haven't gotten the parry down, uh-huh. it's fucking bitch. It's just like, <laughs> oh good. And I don't know. Um, Melgar Rising is now currently on the third version. Like they've upgraded, updated. Oh, updating like twice. The patches or something like that. Right. Okay. And I think they made it a lot fucking harder in with really? the second patch. Like I noticed now that uh, with this patch, enemies will they'll gang up on you more, but they'll also time themselves better mm-hmm. like i think the they updated the ai because they'll inter <laughs> they'll interrupt your combo like if you're wailing on one uh, if you're wailing on one enemy more often now they'll come up like behind you while you're in the middle of a long combo string and a huge animation and they'll just knock you out of it i don't think i've ever played a game where the patch is actually a gameplay tweak like that usually it's either dlc or it's just like a bug fix i've seen that uh it also seems like you get stunned a lot more often now in the new version okay uh, which is fucking annoying. Oh my god! Interesting. That's that's awesome. Uh, so it looks I, like it feels I, like they vamp- just ramped up for the it. It feels like they ramped up the difficulty. Well, I just I just find it great that they're patching. That was that was something I've been calling for for a while. Is patching games, especially fighting games. You're talking about how like the fighting game thing doesn't really mesh with you. It doesn't mesh with me either. Yeah. But for the most part, which is why I'm excited because I, I I really got into Mortal Kombat, the new one yeah. when it came out, because it was it was accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could just have fun with people that know how to play fighting games. Right. right. Without getting frustrated with that one guy that's, who does know how to play fighting that's games. That's why I like Brawl. That's why I like Smash Brothers. Um, yeah, I'm not, I do... I'm not a, I'm not a, like a, a hardcore fighter player. Yeah. No, by no means. I have a friend who is, and he picks my ass up, down, oh, God, yeah. sideways, and he drives me up the wall. Well, what, what, I, what I find is when I'm playing fighting games, 
the skill level of my opponent doesn't enter into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have roughly the same, like, win-loss ratio with people who are way better than me okay. and people who are on roughly the same level as me. Really? Like, just because of the way I play, okay, it makes it hard for other people to guess what I'm about to do. Uh, what's the way you play? <laughs> he bangs his controller yeah, against his forehead. I mean, I, I also he has really... A, well, he has a gamepad, he just sits on it. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just went to a dark place, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, no, I... So, the one real fighting game franchise that I really have, that I really appreciate, is Guilty Gear. Okay. For much the same reason I like Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Okay. Like, the Guilty Gear is anime, rock and roll, and fighting games. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and, I pl- and what I like about Guilty Gear is that Guilty Gear, every character has a very, vastly different play style. Okay. Uh, the other thing I find is that I'm best with counter-based characters. Okay. Like, which is why I like playing Ike and Marth. I was going to say, the Marth and yeah. the Marthland. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Because oh, I man. know, with a counter, if I'm up against a player who abuses one move, I will eventually learn the counter timing for it, and that move isn't going to work on me anymore. <laughs> and I will punish them for using it. <laughs> and I will have my revengeance. Uh, what a tie-in, folks. I know, right? Um, yeah, fighting games, I just... The problem I have with most fighting games is that the is that the it doesn't feel natural. Okay. The the moves, like it, it doesn't feel it doesn't flow. Okay. Um. So what I I think Mortal Kombat's one of the biggest defenders of that. It just feels like a bunch of hackneyed animations. <laughs> well, no, it's just you have to do X, then Y, then Z. Okay. Yeah. And then right. X X Y Z quarter circle back, quarter circle forward. You know. Right, there's no there's no one to one connection with the with the fighter you're playing as. Right, what my friends call me Hadoken, because yeah. I'm downright fierce. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> what I what I have found, like, the fighting experience that I have found meshes with me the best mm-hmm. is the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. Style. Mashing the square button or hitting, hitting the triangle. No, no, it's occasion. the timing. Oh, okay, yeah. It's the timing. Is that it flows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very fluid. Oh, it's I punch you. In, it's yeah. punch, punch, new enemy, punch, counter, block, throw. And then yeah. you add it, and then you bank it on hard mode. Then it gets. It doesn't just get uh, flowy. It gets difficult. Right. That's the fighting experience I love. Okay. That that meshes with me personally. The focused more. Um, uh, hold and release sort of kind of fighting style as opposed to like more combo based or more this button does this this button does this this button does this kind of fighting right. style or or a to do this move you have to yeah. do triangle 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 pause square triangle square okay yeah. i mean you have to do some of that not in, in arkham city for some of the some right. of the stuff but it's not it's not overly complicated it's literally just like i think it's what you you hit him with your cape and you jump up in the air and then hit but, another key. But right, it's, but it's, it's not like a this this and then this. But it's not yeah. sometimes required as a combo thing to win, and it's also more fluid. So, for example, yeah. you're not you don't you're not thinking in the form of buttons because every character plays differently. Yeah. Or okay, well for whatever reason, square does the sword, but circle does the sword, but he swings it from a different vantage point or something. Right. It's it's well if I hit square, I'm gonna punch this guy in the face. If I hit triangle, I'm gonna dodge him. If I hit circle, my cape's going. So you say okay, well. Yeah. It's, it's so for example if you were to like dodge cape punch or something it's you're not thinking in the term of 
triangle, circle, square, you're thinking the term of dodge, cape, punch. Right. Yeah. Dodge, cape to stun him, and then lay into his yeah, face. Yeah, it's just a natural thing yeah. because they, they, they do minimize the number of inputs you have for that character right. to be a, to be a complete badass and right. be able to, to fight. And and don't get me wrong, Revengeance, I mean, I, you know, I sort of get to anyway, I'm trying to get better at these games. Uh, and Revengeance is more of the combo-based, or is it more... It's more of the combo-based. Okay. Um, but you don't need to really focus on the combos. Okay. Like, you don't need to know, okay, I have to be able to perform this move, well, except for the counter, except for the block. Um, but it's not like, you know, I... Parry. The parry. <laughs> it's not, it's like, I don't need to know how to pull off, you know, the rising triple heel strike all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. You know, I don't have to memorize this super complex thing. Right. I can do it if I want. Um, and it's, it's fun. Right. It feels really good laying into enemies and just cutting them into itty bitty pieces. Um, like, okay, my favorite, I, I had this moment when I was playing Revengeance, mm -hmm. my first time through where I, I learned the dive kick, you know, the spinning, yeah, like, yeah, heel yeah. kick. Sure. I jump into the air. I spinning heel kick an enemy in the face. I backflip off of him. Yeah. In doing so, I backflip over a flying enemy. Okay. As I'm flipping over him, I go into blade mode, cut that flying enemy in half, reach in, and rip out his delicious, delicious robot juices. <laughs> and I do all this... Not in a pre-rendered cutscene. Right, 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 right. You, you I saw. actually did all the inputs to do this. And I was just stopped for a moment. I was just like, that was fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that move more often. And um, could you use that move more often? Or was yeah. that... Okay, great. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a jump. Yeah. You, it, so it's a jump attack. You jump up. And then it's direction, heavy attack. While it's sort of like locked on to To do enemy. something that complicated? To do the heel kick. Oh. To do the spinning heel kick. Right. Right when you, after you do the heel kick, Ryan just backflips off of them. Yeah, because I punch you in the face. Now I'm going to get it back to the ground so I can cut you in pieces. <laughs> right. Um, but in doing so, I backflipped over another enemy who just happened to be there. Okay, right. And then while I was backflipping, I'm like, wait a minute, like I'm doing this. And I see mm -hmm. the enemy. I'm like, oh, enter blade mode. Sink. <laughs> cut him right in right. half down the middle, and then it gave me the prompt to perform the zandatsu. Now. Which What's, is where you right, reach rip in, out. rip out, and grab the delicious robot juices, which is your primary form of healing. Okay. So how how does a game – I hate to turn this into Dan and Dan and Patrick review, uh, interview Tristan, and he tells us about <laughs> Metal Gear Rising Revenge. But that's cool. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about the other Metal Gear games in no, relation to no, it. No, right? no, 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 no. I actually – because I want to I know what's going on here. Because they're, they're, for me at least, I haven't been following it off. There's been precious little like – that people have been really, really excited about for this game. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty green to the whole experience, which is strange considering my, and I, Patrick, I don't know what, what your, your experiences are with, with Metal Gear at all or anything like that. It's, and this is, this is, a, this is where things get dangerous for me because I already said I missed Dead Space. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, Metal Gear Solid was another game okay. I missed. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so for, for me, like, it was interesting that I haven't really heard anything about this game. Um, but uh, when you are, so the blade mode, is that something you have to activate by getting enough power and it has like a bar or like a meter? You have a meter. Okay. Uh, it fills up when you damage enemies. Okay. Or when you perform a zandatsu. Okay. It refills. All right. And the longer your, your meter is, you can fill it up over time, the longer you can stay in blade mode. Uh, there are some times also where you will go into blade mode as part of an animation. Mm -hmm. Like uh, there are some enemies where in order to defeat them, you have to do so in Blade Mode. Uh, the helicopters are a good right. example of this. 
Um, the helicopters that you fight in this yeah. game with a sword. With a sword. <laughs> Great. Oh yeah. Definitely. That was my first death frame. Okay. It was actually against a helicopter. <laughs> with a sword. Makes perfect sense. I I got it dizzy. There you go. I dizzied a helicopter and Great. cut it to pieces. And it was immensely satisfying. Um and Blade what Blade Mode does everything slows way down. Right. And you you use one control stick yep. to change your angle. Okay. And then you use the other control stick to look around so you can, you know, pan over and whack this guy. Um, you change the angle. You then push the control stick in one direction. Yeah. And then release. Push the control stick in? Like, click it in? Not click it in. Oh, push it down. Okay. Push it in a direction and then release it. So uh, if I push upper to the upper right yeah. and then release, right is going to cut somebody from the upper right down diagonally. Oh, okay. So it gives you full control. Okay. And you guys can't see the hand gestures I'm doing. Yeah. Over the <laughs> precise angle which you cut something. That's cool. And the cuts are all procedurally generated. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of this game is cut shit. Okay. There's something here. Guess what? You can cut it. Oh, man. They erected a barricade across the across the path I have to take. <laughs> what should I do? Cut it. <laughs> oh, man. There's a whole security fence. Cut it. There's a small tree blocking me from advancing in Pokemon. Cut it. Yeah. <laughs> right and learned cut. HMO1 that. Is it HMO1? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. HMO1 that shit. HMO01. Um, so, like, the trailers... I really hate to get on the bad side of the Pokemon fans, too. <laughs> oh, God. We're just pissing off everybody. Damn, you've, you've offended the Zelda and the Pokemon fans today. Oh, good. You haven't a leg left to stand on. Yeah. <laughs> because Tristan used cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got uh, and I got an extra 100 BP. 50 right. for the left leg, 50 for the right leg. Da 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 da. And you and you can cut enemies up, you know, mm-hmm. all willy-nilly. You can go crazy. But it actually rewards you for being precise. Okay. Like for cutting off specific limbs. Okay. In in, in a single go. Mm-hmm. So I think uh left, left leg, arms. right leg and the right arm are each worth an extra like 50 BP. Uh the left arm's worth uh, an extra hundred, like I said, arms, mm-hmm. and then the head's worth an extra fifty. Okay. So if you torso somebody, mm-hmm. you get on like you know, like three times the normal points you normally yeah. would. Okay. Whereas if you just go ah, and you know frick it and just yeah, just fricassee like a yeah, <laughs> slice and dice them up into little bitty cubes. It's like oh well, that didn't really take any effort on your part. Okay. Um, you just passed that on the controller, yeah. Yeah, and the and the trailer where they actually showcased this, they actually had Raiden cutting a watermelon. I remember seeing that. Yep, and it was like, <laughs> so he cuts it like perfectly horizontal, and the two tops come off, exactly as he cut them. Now, are there any watermelons to cut in the game as well? They are hidden. This isn't Gallagher. <laughs> they are in there. They are hidden. And is it like a trophy for cutting all of them or something? No, they're all in one room. Oh, oh. They're all in one room. They're just hidden in this little back room that you have to sneak into. Okay. Um, but if you go over to them to cut them, the door slams shut, and you get locked into a hard-as-fuck battle. <laughs> so the first time I did that, and I just got my ass framed. It was bad. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going back in there because there's there's like a 5,000 BP chest in there. Yeah. I'm just going to get that, and I'm going to turn around and leave. I'm not going to go up to those watermelons <laughs> again. <laughs> Well, it's it's against you have like you fight like four like really hard enemies, uh-huh. but it's all in this little tiny enclosed space. You have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. It, it's just 
And they just gang up on you. It was awful. Oh, man. And they're all dressed like Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, going back to what I was saying earlier about, like, characters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so Raiden, mm-hmm. they redeem fairly well. Okay. Because they make him a badass. as right. Not just a sniveling little wimp he was in MGS2. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunny, they redeem a ton. Okay. Because in MGS4... Sunny's whole character yep. is that she sucks at cooking eggs. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. That is her only character trait. Yep. Like, seriously. Is that she can't cook eggs. Patrick's like, what the? Yeah. I mean, she just fails at cooking <laughs> eggs. It's and like she tries to feed them to Snake. An egg on the face of the studio's character development. Patrick, did you know that the ending cutscene of Metal Gear Solid 4 is, is 90, 90 minutes, minutes long. long? Oh god. Yeah. That sounds like the opening cutscene to Eternal Sonata. Oh my... Oh, you mean, um, what is it? Chopin as the uh, lowly pimp? Yep. Chopin. <laughs> yeah. Chopin. Chopin. As the king... As the king pimp of all the lowlies. <laughs> oh, JRPGs. Like, I, I got that game because I, I saw, you know, it was... I saw that there was music and, you know... RPGs. I, I, I love music. And I... I after a half an hour of different cutscenes, yeah, I was like, "How did I get here? Uh, Where?" Either way, back... and why am I strangely attracted to this character, this other character? No, we didn't That's get wrong. We didn't get that far. Oh, thank God! I finished, I think, like one chapter, and I was just like, "I'm going to come back to this." I haven't come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> there um, you go. So Sunny goes from that mm-hmm. to now being a. Not a little kid, which is nice. Okay, I was gonna say, is it a little kid again? No, uh, no, she's grown up. She's like a like an early teens, but she's gone from failing to cook eggs to building space shuttles <laughs> and cooking eggs, and she can cook eggs. She well. never, you never see her cook an egg in Revengeance. That's <laughs> because she's mastered it, right? <laughs> I hope, I hope, I fucking hope so. Um, and actually, it ends with um, her getting an assist, uh, another kid, one of the kids you saved. When the organ harvesting, uh, as an assistant, he ends up hitting on her. That's <laughs> awkward. And uh, Blade Wolf, and Blade Wolf stays with them as their pet. <laughs> and all the stuff falls on Blade Wolf. And he's like, "What the fuck?" Oh, it's just you guys. And he goes back to sleep. <laughs> one of the children you save from the organ harvesting. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, well, one of them up, is Matthew well, Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> whom you end up cutting in half. Because in order to save everybody, it's a long story. <laughs> but he's like, dude, I have a fucking cyborg body now. This is awesome. Oh, there's also a Ninja Turtles reference. <laughs> so for those of you who, for those of you it's who didn't quite follow game. that, <laughs> so we cut it. Game. We cut one person in half to save everybody else. Oh, and there's a Ninja Turtles reference. Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's a kid you have to save. He, he's basically he's taken hostage. <laughs> And he's taking hostage, and there's a whole bunch of other kids who are being gassed. <laughs> who are being gassed, currently. and he, and so this kid's being held hostage. And the only way you can get past it is to cut the guy who's holding him hostage apart. Okay. Unfortunately, he's got the kid in front of him. Oh, okay. Oh, so Ryan you. just goes right through the kid to get the guy. And he's like, "Dude, just fucking do it and save the rest of everybody." Um, but that was cool. Because he survives, and now he has a cool cyborg body too. <laughs> Tristan's over here talking about organ harvesting and, and cutting That's people. That's Metal in half Gear Rising. While, 
Well, it's a wacky adventure, guys. Why, oh, why didn't I take the, the blue, blue pill? pill. <laughs> uh, uh, one, there's one really weird thing, though. Um, okay. Oh, so the rest of it isn't real. <laughs> well, all right, this is not. So Thank weird. God, I thought we were gonna have a boring podcast. <laughs> so, all right. So here's, so here's the thing. So in MGS four, Raiden bleeds white. Okay. He bleeds the white blood. Right, right. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In MG in Revengeance, he has red blood again. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just a random thing. Just a random thing. They never explain it. It might have been something they just missed. Yeah, because he has the white. Because they have to cycle out all of his blood in MGS four, mm-hmm. and they have to. So he has the white blood. After. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But this, he doesn't have it in, in Revengeance anymore, which is really weird. This truly is actually more than a discussion on Metal Gear Rising. It's more of a me remembering everything that I forgot about Metal, Metal Gear Solid Gear 4. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the Metal Gear Solid games are so good. <laughs> what was your favorite Metal Gear Solid? What's your favorite Metal Gear Solid game? MGS3. 3? Yeah. I think uh, of the Solid series, so not counting Revengeance, it's MGS3. I love MGS3 because it's like a Bond movie. Yeah, that's it great. It has that feel. It's got the uh, best bosses, in my opinion. It's got some of the best bosses, well, next to Psycho Mantis. Yeah, Psycho Mantis is just hands down the be- the best, <laughs> the best Metal Gear Solid boss. Right, dude. The, I don't know when you played, but I got a, quite a few messages from him right. when he was reading my memory card. Right, right, right. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, you played every single fucking video game on this. <laughs> uh, if, if you play, what was it? Was it Twin Snakes? That was, was a GameCube, GameCube one. He would read GameCube memory cards. As yeah, so you go. Yeah. So you like to play Legend of Zelda? I was yeah. like. What? <laughs> no, it's still probably best on the PS2 though. Where yeah. put down your controller and watch as I use my psychokinesis, and he made the controller vibrate mm-hmm. like across the floor. You're like, okay, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. And he goes, watch this, and then the screen blacks out, and it yeah. says video in the upper right hand yeah, corner, yeah. and it and the light on your PS2 goes red. <laughs> and it was like. He just shot up my fucking PS2! <laughs> it's been two hours since I've saved! What the fuck? And then it comes back on. He's just like, scares you, did it die? And it's just like... And the way you beat Psychomantis, for those of you who don't know, yeah. you have to unplug yep. your controller from controller port number one and plug it into controller port number two. Yep. He because he can of... read your mind. Yeah, because he has, he has control over controller port one, but not two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you have to unplug from controller port one, plug into controller port two, and he can't read your mind anymore. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Best boss ever. The precursor to uh, Eternal Darkness, Sandy's Requiem. Oh my god! This can't be happening. <laughs> That's great. The be- the best insanity effect I've ever seen in Eternal Darkness was you enter a room and it goes black. And then the splash page comes up going, The madness continues in Eternal Darkness 2. Coming soon, th- coming this fall. And you're just like, what? It's They cut the storyline there? And they go, <laughs> this isn't happening! <laughs> Remember, you, oh god. Uh, and then the one where it deletes all your saves? <laughs> oh god. The, the, speaking of mindfuckery in video games, what about the, uh, the fish and mail section in Batman Arkham Asylum? Oh my god. What part? Where, where, um, oh god. Well, Fish and Mailed was originally from. Well, well, I just, I call it the Fish and Mailed among, you know, my friends and I. Like, where, where you get, like, fucked up and all of a sudden you're in the Batmobile driving to the asylum and the Joker's driving and you're the one tied up. Yes! Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that now, yeah. And then you just see the Joker and Scarecrow and Scarecrow. Oh, that's the Scarecrow part, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and And then. 
and then freaking and then the Joker puts a gun to your hands, says ninety nine bats and shoots you, and then you get to a cutscene, it's a loading screen you've never seen before, it says, Use the middle stick to dodge. And I was like, What the f and then it just started it but the graphics broke and I was like, Oh god, my Xbox has got a red ring <laughs> and, and then it just goes back to normal. I'm like, son of a bitch I fucking hate you, Rocksteady. I love you, but I hate you. <laughs> my my the scariest part for me was uh the uh, crocodile fight. Yeah. That part's gonna shit. Killer out of Croc. Me. Killer Croc, yeah, yeah. That wasn't even a fight, that was a That was uh, avoid him. <laughs> it was scary. That was a like, fucking oh run from Fed him. Scarecrow to Croc. <laughs> that was a scary game. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines from that. <laughs> That was a great game. I, I I still haven't beaten gotten around to beating Arkham City. I played a little bit of it. God, Arkham, Arkham City, City has even huge. more mind fuckery. Yeah, it it's really? also fucking huge. Yeah, that is game it, is ginormous. Is it too big? It may be too big. Yeah. Did you did you did you find the and we're miles off topic, but did you find That's the okay. Scarecrow Easter egg in Arkham City? I think I did. There's there's a boat that um oh god what the hell do you have to do to open it either way you open it up. And uh, there's a ship manifest from oh god, is it Fontaine shipping? No, that's that's, that's Bioshock. Bioshock. <laughs> no, it's um, it's some it's some name um from the Batman universe that you that you may or may not recognize. But it, and it's got a ship manifest with like roaches and other scary things, and it's signed by Jonathan Crane. Awesome. <gasps> and and it's like all backlit, and you just see shit crawling over the walls of the ship, and you're just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my god! And it's not—it's not like one of the collectibles either. It's completely outside of the collectibles. Oh, you man. don't have to go in there. I found out about it after I'd already beat the game, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> so, uh, so Tristan, finishing thoughts to try to, to try to jump back on, on topic. Uh, finishing oh, thoughts yes. on on uh, Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. It's a high pass journey. <laughs> it's a high pass. Is it a long game? It's not very long. Okay. Um, Took me like maybe ten hours. That's not bad. My first playthrough. That's not and bad. Like, like I said, I, I kind of suck at character action games. Oh, um, okay. Also, I went back quite a few times to redo certain parts. Oh, okay. Like like I said, the Blade Wolf boss fight, I could do that like ten times a day. That boss fight is just fantastic. Oh, cool. And of course, you know you can you can jump around the the room, you know, dancing to music and what have you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's going to do it for tonight uh, for the uh, the spoiler cast. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed episode two. Again, leave your comments to us at uh, cast at threeheadedboy.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes, please. Spoiler cast. Um, Tristan, you want to shamelessly plug your uh, your stuff? Yes. So the games I mentioned that I play and the Let's Plays I put up, uh, those are all available. You can watch those at youtube.com slash tbafilms is my channel great uh patrick anything from yourself no i'm uh i'm completely outside of that world right now you Someday. can find him rage posting on on youtube on, <laughs> uh, on the youtubes maybe and... maybe and you can see and you can find him skulking around the edges of the ig and, forums yeah <laughs> any anytime you see anybody uh, somebody named by the name of rimethel you'll know it's and you can find the spoiler cast at threeheadedboy.com slash the spoiler cast thanks a lot guys <laughs>